Welcome to Food Safety University episode number six. Today we are talking about calibration and calibration checking. Welcome to the Food Safety University podcast presented by Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele of Dirigo Food Safety. Tune in to learn food safety in plain English. We will break down the ins and outs of the food code, HACCP plans, you name it. We make food safety simple, easy, and even fun. Now here is your host, Dr. P. People, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am so delighted to be here with you um, to talk about calibration and calibration checking. You know, I talk to people about what I podcast about, and they're like, you're doing an episode on what? But, you know, calibration and calibration checking is one of those crazy things that if you don't do it right, you can get into, like, an epic amount of trouble for it. So, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that we really help you with in Food Safety University. That's, you know, that's what Food Safety University is all about. It's about getting you the help that you need to run the plant that you want and to, like, make it all a lot easier. Uh, all the documentation is there. Like, I'm going to be going through an SOP and what, I mean, like, I just want you to think for a minute of it, what it would be like if you got all that documentation and then you knew that you could show up twice a month um, and get live, your live questions answered that you didn't have to, like, you know, suffer in silence, basically, about what the hell you're supposed to be doing. So, anyway, if you have not already gone over to foodsafetyuniversity.com, downloaded the 12 steps of HACCP, I want you to go over and do that right now. <laughs> right now. So, we'll put those, we'll put that link in um, in the podcast notes. And so, you know, we're getting on the end of the year here, um, and we're going into a new year, and I want to... I wanted to do calibration and calibration checking because it's something that's really easy to overlook. But I want to set the stage by why it's so bleeding important. Um, okay. And it's really important because the things that you calibrate are the things that let you, that that are doing your monitoring for you, right? Or are giving you um, the information that you need to run your business. So what do I mean by that? Well, what are the things that you calibrate? We calibrate scales, we calibrate water activity meters, we calibrate thermometers of all, you know, varieties. We calibrate like a ton of stuff, right? But just take those three examples. We calibrate a scale. You don't know how many pounds you produce in a day unless you have accurate scaling, right? <laughs> You don't know whether you're met your water activity unless your water activity meter or your pH meter or whatever is measuring correctly. And you don't know whether your food is at the temperature it needs to be at to meet your critical limits, which is mostly what we're what we're doing with temperature or making pathogens not reasonably likely to occur by controlling outgrowth. If you don't know those thermometers are working correctly. Uh, okay, and so, one of the things that I want you to think about is, is that your equipment that measures things is an extension of your eyes and your brain, okay? Um, because, you know, if you have a data logging thermometer and you never check it or you have no idea whether or not it's in calibration, you don't have good information. And I'm a big fan of saying garbage in and garbage out. And so, 
committing to doing calibration is again, it's one of those nitty gritty things that you just have to do, right? Nobody desperately loves calibration and calibration checking. Okay, but you need a plan, um, okay? And you need to, to reflect that plan in your paperwork or else you're gonna get gigged for it, okay? So what, is this, so what does this mean? It means I want you to go and, and think about all the things that you use to measure in your plant, okay? And I want you to think about how those things work, okay? And the first thing that you're going to do, all right, is you're going to make a list of all the things that measure in your facility, okay? Do you, scales, water activity meters, pH meters, thermometers, those are probably the big ones, right? Go, but you got to make a list of all of those. So get yourself a spreadsheet and make a list of all of them, okay? And then what you're going to do is you're going to go and you're going to find a thermometer, okay, whatever thermometer it is. And you are going to find the manufacturer's instructions for that thermometer, and you're going to find out whether or not that thermometer came to you calibrated, okay? And this is where we talk about the difference between calibration and calibration checking. Calibration is something that the manufacturer does. Calibration is where you, the manufacturer judges the thermometer's effectiveness against a known standard back at the factory, okay? Most equipment, you, you have one of two choices. You either buy a new piece of equipment every year, okay? Like say you have a $60 thermometer and it costs you $200 to get it factory calibrated, go buy a new one with a factory calibration. All right, make sure it has that factory calibration, okay? So you're either going to get stuff calibrated yearly, at a minimum yearly, or you're going to buy new stuff that comes with calibration um, proof that the factory calibrated it. And then when you use that piece of equipment, you're going to make sure you know it's reading correctly. And that doesn't look like you what you think it looks like. It does not look like walking into your walk-in and say, yeah, feels cold in here, measure, registers 36 degrees. Okay, great. Um, but you don't know that that measuring 36 degrees um, is actually 36 degrees. And so what you got to do is, is you've got to take a thermometer that you know is calibrated and you've got to check it against the thermometer that you're actually using, okay? And depending on what you're using the thermometer for, we're either gonna do a 90-day validation on that um, so that we can back off how often we're checking that thermometer, or you're gonna calibration check your thermometer before it gets used um, and amass a good deal of data that your thermometer never goes out of calibration, okay? Uh, and that's calibration checking. For most monitoring that requires thermometers, you've got to, your calibration is a verification step of your monitoring, okay? So I want you to think of it this way. If you haven't, so I'm gonna talk about some really specific um, uh, language here, and if you haven't watched, or listened, sorry, 
to the um, to the podcast about HACCP planning. Verification is a step in HACCP planning. And I need you, if you don't understand the language I'm using, to go back and listen to the podcast about monitoring and listen to the podcast about verification. Because I'm going to use those. Okay. Monitoring is a plan sequence of steps that you use to see how your product is doing. And we monitor either using our own eyes and our own brain or we use we use equipment like a thermometer to monitor. Okay. You are calibration checking the thermometer so that you know that it's doing what it said it was going to do. Okay. So then we have calibration is truly a two-step process before you even measure anything. <laughs> okay. You can't just willy-nilly go ahead and use equipment when you're under inspection. You're going to make sure that that equipment was calibrated back at the um, back at the back cave, back with the manufacturer, all right, and that calibration was in the past 365 days, or you are or, or and so you got to make sure of that, and you are going to make sure that you calibration check like it's reading appropriately, like within the manufacturer's instructions for how we um for for how it's going to be used okay and that's always what you're going to want to do now the question is is in an every in the everydayness how do you calibration check and that is going to be dependent upon what the what the product actually is but the calibration checking is theme and variations on having a known standard okay and now I want to talk about, you know, like our six step process. Now that now that we've got all the definitions out of the way, let's talk about the six step process to make sure your calibration is okay. So number one is your team. Your calibration team is bigger than you think it is because you know who's on your calibration team? The, uh, the technicians back at the, at the manufacturers who are um, actually doing the calibration work. It's the sales rep or whoever you get in touch with. So in that spreadsheet that I talked about, one of the things you're gonna wanna do is figure out who your sales rep is or what the website is or any of that sort of stuff. Who do you need to talk to at the manufacturers to make this work, all right? Those people are on your team. Put their contact information down somewhere, preferably in your calibration SOP, okay? So name your team. Okay, and then the next thing that we always do is we define the problem. All right, and we've kind of defined the problem. By defining the definition, we've defined the problem. And the problem is, is that we've got it, we're legally required, uh, whether you're under FDA or USDA or state inspection or retail exempt or whatever, to use measuring equipment that functions the way you think that it functions. Okay, and so that's the problem you're solving, is you're building um, assurance that your measuring equipment is functioning the way you want it to function. And then for whom are you doing this? Well, at the end of the day, you're doing it for the people who eat your food and 
you're doing it for your boss or yourself so you can sleep at night <laughs> knowing that you're measuring everything. Okay. I mean, imagine if we lived with uncalibrated um, uh, gas, uh, gas indicators. We don't live with uncalibrated gas indicators because you would be stranded on the side of the road. We don't live with uncalibrated um, uh, oil indicator lights and things like that. You know, you've got the things that measure what we need have to work and your, your thermometers and pH meters and water activity meters are exactly the same. So you're calibrating them for your end user, for your boss, for yourself, um, and for your regulatory authority and auditors. Okay, and then we're gonna decide how we're gonna go about doing this. Now, there are many things that you can do to figure out the how of doing this. And I and it's good to go figure out the how. I have the, you know, join Food Safety University and get the how. Um, this is all over the internet, but you know, one of the things you're going to want to do is go to your manufacturer's team and say, okay, how do I calibration check this? And use their instructions for calibration checking as well as calibration. So that's one way to do the how. All right. There are as many different kinds of measuring equipment out there, there are different ways to calibration check. But what I want to bring forward is, is whatever how you are doing, it has to be measured against a known standard. So for thermometers, that's a NIST certified reference thermometer. Okay, it's calibrated, it's scaled weights if you're doing that. It's the calibration solution um, if you are doing a water activity meter, okay, it's, or a pH meter. Uh, so the how of doing it is in the manufacturer's instructions, and I need you to go back to the manufacturer's instructions. And then when you're building your SOP and your calibration program, your calibration program is your spreadsheet where you keep track of all this stuff, your SOP, okay, that lists out like you know your your procedures and what things you're doing or your work instructions. So you're gonna have a SOP that kind of delineates what I just said, but you're gonna have a, um, you need to have a, a, a work instructions if you have really complicated things to calibrate. So say you have a pocket for measuring water activity, there are instructions with the pocket and you need to refer to those instructions in your SOP. Okay, so your SOP, refers to work instructions. Program is big, has SOPs, work instructions, manufacturer's instructions, and then the spreadsheet logging and that sort of stuff. Okay, so that's how you're gonna do it. And then you actually have to go out and do it. Okay, don't just sit here and say, oh right, I should really make that spreadsheet. I want you to schedule time in your calendar right now. If you have to pause the podcast, I want you to do that. Schedule time in your calendar right now to start your calibration program, okay? And if that means coming into Food Safety Universities and schedule time, DM me or find me on social media, I'm pretty easy to find, and get on my calendar and let's talk about you getting into Food Safety University, okay? So you gotta go execute, right? And then when you're done, I want you to do after action reporting. How is it going? Did you do what you said you were going to do? So the time came on the calendar. Did you actually show up to it and actually do it? Did somebody look over your records? Because we've also got to do records review on verification activities. Is somebody looking at your calibration, right? Are you following all the laws that you need to follow 
is it working? Is it not working? Are things, um, are things staying in calibration? Are they going out of calibration? What questions do you have? That's the after action review process. Okay. It is not very complicated, but it is pro it's a lot of steps. Uh, and you got to give yourself some time to prep and execute. And that's what the six step process is really about. It gives you time to prep uh, and execute because that's what most people need. When you're doing calibration programs, it is not fire ready aim because then you get crappy documentation, you get out of calibration equipment, and you um, are not, your HACCP plan is not in control, like you're demonstrating not in control, right? Don't do that. Ready aim fire. Do the six step process. Just spend 20 minutes today, even if that's all you do, to spend 20 minutes today working on developing who your calibration team is and putting it in your standard operating procedure. Okay, and then put that shit down. Just put it down and then come back to it tomorrow where you're gonna decide what are all of the things that I have to calibrate. Now you may have to do those two things at the same time. So then just do 20 minutes every day, right? You don't have to do all of this all at once because you're never gonna do it. You're never gonna do it. So don't ask yourself. Don't ask yourself to do some big old massive project and just get into like complete overwhelm and not actually do it. So that doesn't work. That's how like a lot of us do a lot of things. Don't do it that way. All right, so plan for success. Use that six step process and then let me know what questions you have. And if you're ready to take this to the next level and you like need some help with that, join us at Food Safety University, okay? www.foodsafetyuniversity.com. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. I love you all. Have a day full of awesome. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button and check us out at foodsafetyuniversity.com. We have free food safety guides waiting for you. See you next time. Thank you.